Okay, it's time for Rock Hard Christmas. This is our Patreon bonus episode for the holidays. Uh, This is actually the first time any of us, except for Natalie, will be heard on the Patreon feed. So that's pretty exciting. We're here to stuff your stocking. (laughs) (laughs) This is where we get real nasty for for the dedicated listeners. This is the problematic content. You guys get to listen to the real me now. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Diamond Hard Caucus feed to me, Evan, and Chuck. And welcome back for Natalie. This is her second appearance on the Patreon. So, uh, do you guys have any Christmas plans? You doing anything fun this week? Hopefully not. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Opening presents, uh, making checks mix, probably getting pretty drunk. You know, Christmas. (laughs) I'm just getting out with my my, immediate family for a little short get-together, and then uh, I think that's about it. We don't do gifts or anything anymore. We just get together and hang out for a few hours, and then go back to our homes and our separate lives. Yeah, that's the correct thing to do. Adult gifts are fraught. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I do kind of not like it, though, because, like, my sister... Like, so what we used to do is we do, like, a blind draw thing. So, like, on Thanksgiving, everyone's name would go in yeah, a hat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, you draw yeah. a name, and that was who you and bought gifts for. And then you buy for. one. Yeah, whether it was a dollar amount or whatever. And I kind of miss it because for the last uh, couple of years, it's been my sister that has been the one giving me gifts, and she fucking kills it every year. So I kind of miss it because <laughs> I got some dope-ass shit <laughs> for her every year. <laughs> Oh, that's adorable. <laughs> the only gifts I may like give people are things that I hand make that are actually a really big fucking hassle to do. But I never want anything back because I don't like clutter. Everyone just gets you lotions and chotskis. <laughs> yeah, I, sounds I use good. Aquaphor lotion only. Aquaphor is good stuff. It's so good. We just do a commercial for Aquaphor. <laughs> If I'm lucky, my dad will get me a Steam gift card. That will be nice. Oh, nice. Not CeraVe. CeraVe is what I... No, CeraVe is what I use on my face. Oh, okay. Did you know that uh, Aquaphor is one of the most commonly shipped lotions and ointments to people stationed over in, like, Afghanistan? Yeah, because it's great. Yeah. Well, it also gets it very dry so there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's the only thing that will actually last. So I feel like for 10 seconds, your, like, hands are moisturized with anything else. But it actually, but I hate greasy, greasiness. I have weird meltdowns about my hands. Like if I feel like they have salt or grease on them, I can't think about anything else until I wash them. So I have to wash my palms. This is the worst story ever. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us more about your greasy hands. Oh, Oh, this is perfect for Patreon content. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe send us a a picture, maybe. Let's let's zoom in a little bit. A video with the audio of the. Of putting the aquaphor on my hand. This is the squishy sounds of the lotion. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving on. (laughs) All right, so I found a couple of Christmas articles written by some of our favorite uh, opinion writers. I've got one by Joseph Dobrian. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> and I have one by Dennis Clayson. Uh, which yes. one Which one should I read first? Let's flip a coin. Well, first of all, I hope that all of our listeners are just dying with excitement when we do the greatest Dobrian article in the world. Just get so excited. I'm going to flip a coin. If it's heads, we'll go with, with the Dobrian. If it's tails... We won't go with him immediately, all right? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. It appears that uh, the result is tails. All right, so we're going to start with uh, Dennis Clayson today. The title of this piece is 
Remember the reason to celebrate Christmas. Okay, so it's Is it religious. the baby Jesus? Yeah, this was published published in the uh, Waterloo Cedar Falls Courier, December 24th of 2017. So this is what Dennis was thinking about the holidays two years ago. Immediately after Thanksgiving, the stores begin displaying Christmas decorations and entertaining shoppers with Christmas music. Nothing unusual about that, except it wasn't in Cedar Falls or Chicago. It was in Shanghai, China. All right, we're off to a good start. I asked an English-speaking Chinese Christian if the shoppers... <laughs> <laughs> what was he wearing a shirt that um. said that? <laughs> Just approached him on the street. Oh, excuse me, sir. Yeah. A man with a, with a cross necklace and a, a t-shirt that says, I speak, I speak English. <laughs> Single white male looking for English-speaking Chinese Christian. <laughs> He chases the fucking fish on the ground. Um, only Justin can get that. <laughs> Bad joke. Okay, anyway. <laughs> but, but get it? I do. <laughs> I asked an English-speaking Chinese Christian if the shoppers understood the religious nature of the music they were hearing. As best I can recall, he replied, No, it is an interesting paradox, but they don't understand English. I I feel like we need some background information here, Dennis. Who is this person you're speaking to? Why are you in China? How did you find him? This never happened. No, it definitely did not happen. (laughs) He doesn't know any English speaking Chinese Christians. (laughs) Why were you in China, Dennis? What's going on? (laughs) I want to know. He was on one of those sex vacations that people go. (laughs) Oh, no. Many in America, it seems, may not understand our own paradoxical behavior surrounding the season. Christmas, for most of the history of the West, was not just a time to shop until you drop. (laughs) It was a time to remember and celebrate the birth of Christ. How many times do you think this article has been written over the last 60 years? I was thinking the exact same thing. Like, since for the last 2,000 years, people have been writing this same goddamn article. (laughs) Yeah, the Dennis Claysons of history. I was surprised that Joel Curtinitis did not have this exact article, but I couldn't find one. Oh, he's busy remodeling houses or the fuck he does on the weekends. Much like the Chinese government, it has been said many now wish to take Christ out of Christmas. <laughs> the reasons vary, but some hold a deep animus towards anything Christian. Probably, yeah, that's probably. <laughs> <laughs> Our work here is done. <laughs> Others don't want to be identified as a religionist or perhaps have a fear of offending someone who is not Christian. Oh, God, a here's this fucking chestnut again. <laughs> a religionist. He put it in quotes, so he knows it's not a real concept. <laughs> Why do these people want so badly to feel persecuted? Like They're like begging to be oppressed. I don't understand. And they are like the largest, like they're the most powerful people in America. By far, yes. Like, oh, except for like, we don't have movies with Jesus in them. <laughs> or people hate our movies with Jesus. That's where they're like, it's like fuck sensitive off. as hell. You know how many different Republicans I heard? Because I listened to a lot of the like opening statements from the impeachment hearing at work because it was on NPR. And, really? Like, yeah, oh, yeah, I listened to most of them. Yeah. And Wait, basically, I want to know. Basically, every other Republican that spoke like talked about like having prayed for so and so or prayed over the decision or God bless or you know Jesus will watch over oh yeah so like you fucking people are are holding some of the most high the highest positions in the fucking land like you're not fucking oppressed Mm -hmm. (laughs) yeah and not I mean not even mentioning the Supreme Court like 
the Federalist yeah. Society just yeah. completely dedicated to... And to Trump his goddamn self. Yeah. And all the courts. Just, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> On closer inspection, this reaction seems a bit odd. As demonstrated by the Reverend Martin Luther King's holiday... Oh, oh boy. <laughs> oh, boy. We- How dare you? <laughs> <laughs> we have no problem celebrating the birth date and lives of people who have changed history in positive ways. We have traditionally had no problems honoring the lives of those who encouraged us to be better people. Okay, okay. We're invoking Martin Luther King, but it seems <laughs> not- it's somewhat reasonable here. You're not saying, listen, if we can't have Christmas, we can't have MLK Day. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting choice. Yeah, it's a little, I'm getting a little nervous reading Dennis Gleason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Good thing we're on, uh, we're on live delay. <laughs> Irrespective of the failings of those who call themselves Christian, what did Jesus teach and reinforce by his own life? Socialism. It's extremely true. Yeah. He worked and lived with the poor. He took time with the individual and healed anyone who would ask. And also sex workers. My finger is on my chin. (laughs) How do these people not see the parallels? I don't understand. Like, I don't get it. Like, the whole point of, like, modern, like, evangelical Christianity is to be Christ-like. That's sort of what I got from being at church is we wanted to live our lives as much as we could, like, Christ. Like, that's kind of the, the goal, I believe, of, you know, the teachings of of the Bible, the New Testament specifically. How these people miss the mark again and again? Like I don't, I don't understand. Feature, feature, not bug. Yeah, I guess so. It's, ba- it's like the modern evangelical movement comes out of the segregationist movement. Yeah, it's still in, it's still in beta. We'll we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> instead of an endless cycle of retribution and revenge, he said we should forgive our enemies and even turn the other cheek when abused. He said we should have love for one another. Instead of grasping for power and position, he said those who serve others are the greatest of all. (laughs) Yeah, like our president, Donald Trump. (laughs) He warned against pride and wouldn't tolerate hypocrisy. Good Lord. (laughs) He advocated a kingdom built on respect and peace and refused to participate in the political and military intrigues of his time. The angels announcing his birth are recorded as saying, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. He eventually gave his life for others. What is there not to celebrate? Yeah, that sounds good as hell to me. I agree, pal. Good, good, good job. Yeah, all job. those things sound like Jesus. good qualities to celebrate. Just make everyone. sure not to tell this guy that Jesus definitely was not white. <laughs> he was so not white. He was extremely brown. In response, we attempt to become better people. We contribute more to charities. We remember those who are hurting. I, I, everyone knows how I feel <laughs> yeah, about that. I was leaving a pause there in case you wanted to. Uh... <laughs> yeah. fucking, fucking private charity is the most inefficient way to possibly deliver social services. Thank you. <laughs> we remember those who are hurting, either physically, financially, or spiritually. We attempt to make the season magical for our children. We try to remember what would make others happy, and we give gifts accordingly. (laughs) I like how he wrote that sentence. We try to remember what would make others happy. (laughs) (laughs) He's given an excuse for why he sucks at giving gifts. (laughs) (laughs) We tried. We really tried. Listen, I'm I'm trying to remember what would make people happy. (laughs) I try to remember what you like. Blank. It's been a long time since I've felt anything, so. (laughs) We try hard to be with the people we love. 
Oh, I'm sure Dennis tries very hard. <laughs> and in all of that, we attempt to find a joy we encapsulate into a rather old-fashioned word, Mary. So even if we do not fully understand the words in the songs, whatsoever we believe or from wherever we came, it is a birthday worthy of celebration. To you and to us all, Merry Christmas. God bless us all, everyone. <laughs> this was not where when Jesus was born. Jesus was not born now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this, is the, this is the solstice. That's why it's this mm-hmm. time. We don't know when the fuck Jesus was born. <laughs> like, uh, by Clayson standards, that article is okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, Jesus is it's the reason lame. for the season. I mean... <laughs> The most ice cold take you could ever write about this yeah. time of the year. Like how many billions of articles about? Like I said, like this has like, been written at least a, at least five thousand times before. At least, yeah. No kidding. That's all anyone says. This is also you just get like, a paycheck for that. Yeah, this is like letter to the editor quality. This is the shit that like your grandpa's writing to the paper, not <laughs> yeah. <an> actual columnist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once again, you have a soapbox, and this is what you write. (laughs) It's devastating to me. I'd kill for a platform like that. It's important for the elderly to stay active, you know, especially after (laughs) they retire. Yeah, that one's just funny because it, like, just starts out in China with no explanation at all. Yeah, I'm still thinking about that. (laughs) (laughs) Can we, like, contact him, like, send him an email and, like, hey, I read your article. Can you tell us more about, like... It seems like a really random like springboard into your article to talk about how you were in China. Like, if it is made up, like, what kind of point was he trying to make with that? Do you think the Chinese don't listen no to the lyrics? Idea. They don't listen to the lyrics of "Oh Holy Night," and neither do we. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> we're just as ignorant as the Chinese. I know more of the lyrics from. Uh, uh, there was like a strong bad email years ago where he said <laughs> he sang his own version called "Oh Holy Crap." And I remember yeah, yeah. more the lyrics from that than like the actual song. <laughs> I forgot Strong Bad. That was awful. Yeah, I'm so on her own. Yeah. I know, it hit me at just the right spot in my life. The site the site's still there. And like I think a couple of years ago they just like suddenly uploaded a new comic. Or, like a new cartoon. They did a Halloween episode this year too. Oh shit, that's cool. They put one out every once in a while. Those are those were always good. The Halloween episodes were always good. The costumes were always really funny. And all their stuff is up on YouTube now since um, Flash is no longer going to be supported in any browser. Yeah. <laughs> that sucks because there's so many nice today. little like fun hidden stuff in their videos that you can like click on. Like there's like a Wikipedia page, like dead like pre Wikipedia dedicated to like all the secrets in the videos. <laughs> like if you click on this, so. yeah. Yeah, it was cool as hell. I love it when there's secrets in them. It's like Mario or something. <laughs> I love the secrets. You talking about hrwiki.org, Chuck? Of course. <laughs> <laughs> okay, you guys ready for some Dobrian stuff? Yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah, man. Okay. I'm glad this one is uh, the last one. It works better, I think. All right, the headline here is Those Heartwarming Christmas Classics. And this was published by the Press Citizen December 11th of 2017. So this is uh, Dobrian talking about Christmas music two years ago. We probably all could come up with a list of favorite and least favorite popular recordings of Christmas songs. The ones that play incessantly on the classic rock radio stations from Black Friday through December 25th. Or Which have... I listen to nonstop. <laughs> 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 or have become YouTube classics. <laughs> oh. 
or <laughs> or okay. are part of an artist's or a TV show's Christmas albums. Here are mine. I like to start the Christmas season on December 1st by watching a video of Angela Lansbury and the Mormon Tabernacle Choir singing, We Need a Little Christmas. <laughs> This is. I don't even know oh what to say to that. This is the this is the conceit of this article is to go through what his month in Christmas music is. Yes, that's, that's so specific. That's so random. Why would anyone give a fuck? I well, listen. I don't know about you, but this I'm. Article? This is from 2017. Okay. I don't know about you, but I'm very interested in Dobrian's interpersonal life. We could not have had a more Dobrian start to this list than that. <laughs> I start every Christmas season the same. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's just like the time. Isn't he the one who fantasized about being a school shooter? <laughs> it's just like, why would you ever remember or keep track of this? It's crazy. <laughs> this is his little solitary tradition after that i can do without any more christmas music till closer to the day itself like the final week or so of advent (laughs) (laughs) oh man i'm imagining now like a joseph dobrian advent calendar like where every day you open a a little door and there's something inside of it (laughs) yeah open december 1st uh angela lansbury day (laughs) 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 and then every day following that do not listen to Christmas music. Do not listen to Christmas music. <laughs> it's, like, it's like little like little Zoltar fortunes inside of each fucking box. Yeah. <laughs> I could identify with Perry Como's There's No Place Like Home for the Holidays oh, no when I lived in New York City and came back like here for Christmas. For I'll always love The Carpenter's Merry Christmas Darling, Nat King Cole's The Christmas Song, and Vince Guaraldi's Skating. Joni Mitchell's River, which starts as a minor key version of Jingle Bells, is my favorite sad Christmas song. Cool. <laughs> like, I, I don't even know what to say, what to, say to this. <laughs> How much do you guys think he got paid to write this? <laughs> I'm embarrassed to admit that I like Paul McCartney's Wonderful Christmas Time, but I do. Why would you be embarrassed? Like that's actually not a bad Christmas song. Like, that's not a bad. If I had to listen to one, I, it's okay. Oh, well, let's hear it. I hear Evan over here. <laughs> <laughs> I hear him coming uh, for a minute. It's not my favorite. <laughs> do you remember? Okay, but it could be. Do you? Do they know it's Christmas at all? <laughs> uh, no, the worst Christmas song is Must Be Santa. I don't know. It's not one that gets played, but it is literally the worst fucking Christmas song by by far. It's literally just descriptions I've... of Santa repeated over and over. <laughs> and then the chorus is just Must Be Santa. Yes. Yeah, you just described wow, Santa. That's... That is correct. That must be Santa because there's no one else who fits that description. <laughs> okay, don't don't list anymore because we we gotta make sure we don't, you know, spoil. Oh, okay, the crap. Oh, is that if that is on oh, there? I hope that's. Oh, I hope so. Oh my god, I, it, it's not. <laughs> oh, thank God. I have to tell you really quick. Yeah. Um, so I just learned in the last like couple weeks that um, the in that one song they're not 
like I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, I always thought she was fucking cheating. <laughs> Me too. I think we've all had this realization no, recently. No. <laughs> I thought that also. I always thought that. It's the kid's dad. Yeah. Dressed I, as Santa that? Claus. Until like this year. Like I'm turning 30 next yeah. year. Yeah, but what a sight it would have been if daddy had only seen. The kid knows. The kid knows what his father looks like. He can't just put on a beard. <laughs> And, oh. and, like, be a different person. It's like a little kid, though. Uh, I don't buy it. <laughs> <laughs> this whole thing sticks if you ask me. <laughs> okay, Sorry, so, okay. So we left Obrian uh, being embarrassed to admit that he likes Wonderful Christmas Time by Paul McCartney, but he does admit so. The next sentence is, But I prefer Demi Lovato's raucous, chaotic cover. <laughs> I gotta say, dude, that's a lot more embarrassing. <laughs> oh, Jesus, dude. I mean, people like what they like, but it is it is more embarrassing to like the Demi Lovato. <laughs> yes. <laughs> How can I make this bad thing worse? <laughs> Many people love the Ronettes version of Sleigh Ride, but I hate it. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Why would we need to know this? Why would we need oh, to know why this? Why not? Like this guy doesn't. <laughs> also, this is what just he the way about. he writes it, he just like lists. He's just like literally just listing off songs. Like there's no like actual like reasoning or like or, he's just like I like this shit. I don't like this shit. <laughs> well, he he does he does talk about the <laughs> okay. Okay. And just so you know, there there are YouTube links on all of these songs, which does add to the Amazing. experience. Amazing. Okay, so about the Ronettes version of Sleigh Ride, he says, I can't stand the backing vocals or Ronnie Spector's harsh over-pronunciations. The version is too much about the Ronettes and not enough about the song. This <laughs> he's got some nuance to his take about it. Yeah. yeah. Like, given that, I suppose. <laughs> Amy Grant understands the importance of communicating the lyrics. That's why Miss Grant's cover of Sleigh Ride is the best ever, in my opinion. Yes, he's definitely listening to Christmas music and the fucking classic rock station nonstop over the holidays <laughs> to have this deep of a take about this. Does he have any other uh, music yeah. criticism? <laughs> I would like to hear about his favorite classic rock. <laughs> I'll bet there's an article somewhere. And and so you guys know he did have classic rock in quotes when he said that. So he is he is okay. somewhat oh, okay. disdainful of the classic rock station. Oh okay. Hey, what does he think about rap? Oh, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> or is he mad that the classic rock station plays Christmas music? That could be. Yeah. Hmm. I want to hear him talk about Israel. <laughs> Just kidding. My favorite Christmas album. A Very Alley Christmas. Christmas songs sung by the cast of the surreal 1990s dramatic series Alley McBeal. <laughs> <laughs> that is oh, so I was hoping weird. For Holly G. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm speechless. Weird. Oh my god. There's a 30 Rock bit about them being obsessed with the show Night Court. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this reminds me of that. No one remembers no, that. Night Court what are awesome. you doing? Night Court was great. <laughs> no. <laughs> I, I'm speechless. I don't know what to say. <laughs> Dobrian's favorite Christmas album is the Ally McBeal Christmas album. <laughs> uh, that's some good shit. The only acceptable oh. take is Mariah Carey's Christmas, and if you believe anything else, you're so Okay, okay. Don't, don't list any more Christmas songs, because I want to make sure <laughs> I don't want to burn any of his choices here. 
My favorite cuts are Vonda Shepard's covers of Let It Snow and Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. Robert Downey Jr.'s on that album a whole bunch too, isn't he, if that's the case, right? Wasn't Robert Downey Jr. on uh, um, Alec McBeal? I never watched that show. I don't know. I don't think so. Um, he was on was, something. Uh, he was so young. Oh, I was just Googling salami pigs. Pigs are. Salami is made of pigs. The salami is like a general okay. term for like dried packed meat, though. It's usually pork. <laughs> okay, I already forgot what I was going to look up. That's oh, what did remember? Okay, carry on. Okay, so his... <laughs> you're like, no one cares. <laughs> so, Dobrin's favorite Christmas album is the Ally McBeal one. My next favorite is Mr. Hankey's Christmas Classics from the makers of <laughs> South Park. Uh, he is a man of taste oh at times, I will say. <laughs> <laughs> Including Eric Cartman's version of Oh Holy Night. And the unforgettable, the most offensive song ever. The lyrics of which I'll leave to your imagination. Uh, is that the one about, probably about Jews or something, isn't it? I actually don't remember. It's been a long time since I listened to that. Imagine getting a South Park Christmas album and being like, oh my god, this is the most offensive song ever. <laughs> <laughs> this is all very, this farting in it. very much poop. like late 90s <laughs> shit. Like, <laughs> sure. like as a child, like, oh my god, my parents would be so mad if they hear that I've listened to the <laughs> South Park Christmas album. This is so messed up. This is just wrong. It's fucking... It's <laughs> twisted. <laughs> Which Christmas classics do I loathe? Jose Feliciano's maddening, maddeningly repetitive Feliz Navidad invariably oh, sends dare me he, dude. leaping across the room to change the radio station. <laughs> That's a good one, man. And he's wow. an amazing guitar player. He was blind, too, wasn't he? I really don't know. But I'm not super surprised that Dobrian hates the Mexican <laughs> Christmas song. <laughs> yeah, Jose Feliciano, he was a he was a blind guitarist and like he was incredibly talented. So he didn't say that wonderful Christmas time is repetitive, but he said Feliz Navidad is repetitive. <laughs> yeah. Maybe apply some consistency to your critiques, my guy. <laughs> Ditto Burl Ives' Holly Jolly Christmas. Like many boomers, I was overexposed to Burl Ives as a little boy. Consequently, his breezy, <laughs> holly jolly voice brings out my inner axe murderer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he is twisted. Uh, I love how normal he is. <laughs> what the fuck? It's barely inner. <laughs> right. Yeah, we can see through your <laughs> And just, just note, he did call himself a boomer there. He did. <laughs> Which is a slur now. You can tell how old this article oh, is. Right? <laughs> Bobby Helms' Jingle Bell Rock and Elvis Presley's Blue Christmas are both high on my hate list. What do you guys think of Blue Christmas? I like Blue Christmas. Yeah, okay. I, I kind of like Elvis's voice. I did sing at a karaoke once. I like Elvis's voice. Doesn't bother me. Uh, Ashley and I watched The Year Without a Santa Claus the other night, and that has a rendition of Blue Christmas that's very touching. Is it the Porky the Pig one? Uh, no. <laughs> I, just, I just thought of that. That's so funny to me. Yeah. Uh, a, year, a Year Without a Santa Claus is one of those stop-motion animated Christmas movies. Mm. Like yeah, Rudolph. it's adorable. They're good. 
We're gonna watch. We're gonna watch them all day tomorrow because I'm home. There's a scene where all of the kids around the world are writing letters to Santa Claus saying they miss him because he wants to take Christmas off because he's sick, and they're singing Blue Christmas about Santa. It's very nice. Aww. A song that I might have liked because the performers sing it well is "The Little Drummer Boy" by Bing Crosby and David Bowie. What ruins it for me, though, is the contrapuntal verse that Crosby sings, and he lists the lyrics. What does that word mean? Uh, contrapuntal is like two contrasting melodies happening at the same time. Okay. Why would you say it like that if you're ready? It's a musical <laughs> term. Smart. Yeah. He goes to a lot of okay. classical music concerts, so he wants to uh, <laughs> show you. Uh, <laughs> uh, he lists the lyrics here. Every child must be made aware. Every child must be made to care. Care enough for his fellow man to give all the love that he can. And Dobrian comments, Really? Made to care? I can never hear that song without imagining Faye Dunaway as Joan Crawford shrieking, You'll care. You'll care for your fellow man, Missy, or by God, you'll be made to care. (laughs) It's amazing that not only is this being put to paper and published, but this even pops into someone's head. <laughs> at any point, <laughs> like I don't, these articles are very clearly for people that are, you know, more than us. Because some of these references are just like, the fuck would get these? Like, I, I really don't know what he's talking about. I don't either. But it's like, I don't know what he's talking about either. I can tell though that it requires like a very particular like experience growing up. Yeah. Okay. Finally, let's examine John Lennon's Happy Christmas War is Over. Oh, he hates this one. <laughs> this is, this, yes. this is yeah. the vitriol is here for this one. <laughs> yes. It begins with Len- Lennon's sniffish accusatory demand. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. This reminds me of the Shapiro video of him talking about Imagine <laughs> right, already. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? In his giant house, by the way. <laughs> God. Thence it proceeds to exposition of an emphatically simple idea. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year to everyone in the whole wide world. As Lennon sings this high-minded sentiment, a children's chorus overlaps with the sanctimonious mantra, War is over if you want it. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, the children's choir is pretty obnoxious in that song. <laughs> yes. Poor choice. As though one could stop war by desiring peace. Any more than one could cure illness by desiring health. <laughs> totally it's the same a fucking thing. Christmas song. <laughs> As though all war, any war, was to be avoided, no matter how horrible the consequences might be if we failed to fight. Uh. This person is, he's so weird. <laughs> such a weird thing to do. As though Mr. Lennon were superciliously proclaiming, I, gentle and enlightened John Lennon, and my even more enlightened wife, Yoko, choose peace. What's your choice? Humbug, I tell oh you. God. Humbug. the end (laughs) wow imagine being mad about john lennon like what was he killed like 1980 yeah like all these years you know we're we're looking at almost 30 years of resentment 
if not 40 close to fuck dude yeah <laughs> yeah and the only reason you're mad at him is because your like idea of like solving like global problems like requires war <laughs> like <laughs> you yeah, can yeah. conceive of solving like a diplomatic issue like diplomatically instead of with violence what if what a fucking baby <laughs> yeah what a <laughs> He's brains made of dough. This is his, just his stupid Christmas article, but I do think this is worth examining. So he's going over the Christmas, uh, the children's chorus lyrics, war is over if you want it. He compares, uh, he says, as though one could stop war by desiring peace. Okay. He's saying it's impossible to stop a war just by wanting it to be over. And he compares that to curing illness by <laughs> desiring health. So he thinks those are comparable yeah. <laughs> situations. <laughs> oh my god. As if war is not like a human choice and decision. Well, yeah, just evil evil people. We choose our own health too. You just eat right and exercise. <laughs> eat, pray, lift. You take Alex Jones supplements. The the gorilla brain pills or whatever they're called. <laughs> <laughs> If you're sick, it's your fault. You chose this. Yeah. He sounds like a big Joe Rogan guy for sure, just from that line. It didn't include the only acceptable favorite Christmas album, which is Mariah Carey's Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it did. I feel very strongly about that. Uh, you are a fan of uh, All I Want for Christmas Is You? Yeah. I think it's pretty good. I like it's pretty good. It's number one. The album right? is very First time good. ever? Yes, it is. That's cool. The whole album is really good. She is just has such a good voice, and she does like a really interesting, like one that includes a rap. And like, I I have strong feelings about this. It's a really good. <laughs> what about that Christmas song that Guar did, Justin? Do you remember that? <laughs> um, I'm sure uh, I've heard it, but I don't really remember. It was like it's like a like a, what is it like stripper something like stripper Christmas or something. That sounds familiar, oh. but I don't really remember it. Um, I uh, of the like really classic traditional carols, I do really like Oh Holy Night. It's really pretty. Yeah, that that one's like the most Christmassy for me. Like uh, it's dark out, it's snowing, and you hear that just softly playing. That's perfect. I think I know what mine yeah. would be. I'm, I was sitting here thinking about it because um, I really don't like Christmas music. Like I we don't play. I don't play it at work. I've got a very strict policy: no Christmas music. No Nirvana in my store either. Never. <laughs> Very strict. That's amazing. That makes me but, so happy. Um, I hate Nirvana, dude. Do you have like Kurt Cobain sucks. PTSD from? Kurt Cobain is <laughs> fucking overrated. Uh, anyways, how, how dare you on. speak ill of the dead? Yeah, right. Moving <laughs> on. Get this hipster out of here. Think that, <laughs> I think they're too uh, popular. It, it, they are too popular. Um, I think uh, No Place Like Home for the Holidays. I kind of like that one. Yeah, that's a nice song. But, I mean, yeah. any of the traditional ones are just... Ugh. I like I like the traditional ones, honestly. I like, uh, like God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen, like Holly and the Ivy. Very lame ones. <laughs> Green sleeves and shit. Oh, no. Fuck that. <laughs> that's too much. Is that a, that's not a Christmas song, is it? I think it technically is, actually. Really? Yeah, I don't know the lyrics, though. It's just like a folk, the... English like folk song. Okay, whatever. Yeah. 
I don't actually remember <laughs> how it goes anyway. Listen, green, green is a Christmas color, so green sleeves is <laughs> yeah. a Christmas song. It's just because Cooper did a really good like remix thing of it, and I really liked it. That's the only one I know, though. I don't know the actual Can we song. put that at the end of this episode? Yeah, it's really good. Okay, ask him to send it to me. Okay. Oh, I was hoping you'd put the, the Porky, the Porky <laughs> Pig Christmas song at the end of the episode, but okay. I mean, there's, so, there's so many songs we've mentioned. Yeah. If we can get a Cooper original, I think that'd be great. Um, do you guys know Father Christmas by the Kinks? I like that song. No, but it sounds good. I don't. I don't. Actually. Sorry. It's about um, poor kids beating up somebody <laughs> dressed as Santa. Like somebody that's like a Salvation Army kind of collection guy. The poor kids beat him up and they say, give us your money. We don't care about toys. It's <laughs> <That's> awesome. <laughs> And of course, the childhood favorite was The Night Santa Went Crazy by Weirdo. Yeah, oh, fuck, how could I forget? <laughs> that song is like, it sounds so cool. Like, when you listen to it, you're just like visualizing this the story that Weird Al is weaving for you to think about. It's just, <laughs> it's, it's, it's something else, man. Yep, that's a good one. Well, that's, uh, that's all of my Christmas music takes, I think. You guys got any more you want to get out there? Nope. Uh, gener- generally not a huge fan, but just because of the overexposure yeah. aspect of it. Yeah, of course. I completely agree. I like. I am sick of it, and then also like working shitty jobs that just play. It oh on yeah. EP. Just like you get so sick of it. It's just the one album that makes me think of Christmas. So that and I still have the Instinct Christmas album. <laughs> it's really good. Yes, I, w- I was going to mention that. That's a good one too. <laughs> <laughs> it is really good. Thank you for your validation, Justin. That Merry one, Christmas. like Merry Happy Christmas. Yeah, that's just good. <laughs> oh, that was in sync. I was. I heard that song the other day. It's good. Yeah. <laughs> I sure. <laughs> and the music video is them in front of the green sleeve, like green screen riding on a sled. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, anyway. Well, I already said it on the regular episode, but Merry Christmas to everybody who celebrates Christmas and listens to our show. Um, I hope you have a good week, a good holiday season, and Merry Christmas to Chuck, Natalie, and Evan. You guys are my friends, and I hope you also have a good holiday. Yes. Merry oh, Christmas Merry to Christmas. everybody Christmas. in here. To each and except for Evan. Merry <laughs> Christmas to, to everyone on Earth. Even if it makes Joseph Dobrian mad. <laughs> Merry Christmas to everybody except for Steve King. <laughs> I also like in the article he said that that's like a highbrow sentiment. <laughs> Just yeah, the God. fact that every person gets wished a happy Christmas. People, I hate it when people use words that are more complicated than necessary. Just use the like simplest way to make your point. I don't know. Yeah, don't I say, hate it too. Don't say words like that that the I don't understand. Thesaurus bangers. <laughs> yeah. I do like getting to read those words out loud though, so I'm yeah. glad yeah, that it's, the stupid articles. It makes articles for funny cool. articles, yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. it makes me sound smart and cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That, everyone loves that. <laughs> That's always the best. <laughs> All right. Peace on earth, goodwill to men and women and, and women people. That's that's right. Good catch. Okay. That's that's a real Starbucks ass sentiment. <laughs> All right. Signing off. Goodbye. Goodbye. Do they have the hollow or the Christmas cups that have like the <laughs>
the two mittens that look like they're uh like someone's like spreading their ass. <laughs> <laughs> 